Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Dear Heart Podcast. It is Halloween weekend, and I'm grateful for a space to celebrate our Savior and His light today. Let's dig in. As you know, each month, one special guest will jump in and share a little bit about their walk with God and their journey of faith. This week's guest is Sophia Beatty. I've known Sophia for the past five years. She loves learning. She loves bringing the gospel into unexpected and unreached places. And she loves talking about all things deep and meaningful. I am thrilled to welcome Sophia to the podcast today. Hey, guys. (laughs) Oh, man. Sophia, can you share a little bit about yourself and your life right now? What's going on? Yeah, so I am living in Michigan and finishing up my degree in sociology, and I'm hoping to do some sort of social work in the future and um, looking forward to getting engaged to my best friend, Jack. What, what? Yes. (laughs) And so, yeah, I'm not sure what the future holds for us, but it will be good. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. You're in a, a new start of life. Yes. <laughs> Wild. And the end, really, of some other parts of life. Yes. I'm looking forward to some of them, but it will be bittersweet. Yeah, that's true. Well, dear heart, Sophia is an authentic follower of Jesus Christ. My hope is that you'll walk away today encouraged and challenged in your walk with Jesus. That's usually how I walk away after being around Sophia. She is an absolute gem, and I am excited to dive in. But before we do, I have a fun question. Now, what is something funny that happened recently to you or you did? Well, recently, just since moving to Michigan, I've developed a sense of clumsiness that I never had before, and I think it came with starting dating for the first time maybe I was nervous or just not paying attention but every time I go out I spill my water on me no and it gets really bad because sometimes it just me it's like anything that I hold that's liquid like church communion oh I have spilled that on myself I (laughs) sloshed a whole drink on me like and And sometimes the outfits like they just get ruined oh no and you're like i promise i didn't just go to the bathroom in the middle of church or in the middle of coffee or Mm -hmm. in the middle of (laughs) but this is like this is the first year that i've ever struggled with this and i've tripped like i've tripped so many times on stairs and just came out of nowhere i'm just oblivious (laughs) crazy crazy well it sounds like you're learning to laugh at this yes. newfound clumsiness? <laughs> yes. Normally, I would be really embarrassed, but I'm not taking myself too seriously anymore. <laughs> oh, nice. That's hard to do. That is. See, Sophia's amazing. She is someone that is good to know. <laughs> she challenges me even in clumsiness. <laughs> yes. That's and hard. Normally, I would laugh at somebody else if they were doing it, so now it's my turn to be laughed at. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. <laughs> That's the real thing. That's the real life right now. Yes. Dang it. <laughs> well, I think my funny thing that happened recently was that um, I, I get to work at a preschool, which is awesome and hilarious and terrifying and exciting all at the same time. And we recently had, I'm trying to remember, we recently had a kid that had to go to the dentist. Oh, this was hysterical. Recess is his favorite thing recess man and his mom had to get him out of recess to go to the dentist he screamed 
through my whole welcome center as he was leaving. And I heard him screaming all down the driveway to his car. He did not want to go to the dentist. And I just thought, you know what? This life might be like really messed up. This world is kind of messed up right now in so many ways. But that just brings it down to like, these little things matter too. Like he had yeah. to go to the dentist. I mean, it was the dentist is still scary sometimes. It's still scary so. sometimes. <laughs> but pediatric dentists usually make it fun, but yeah. he was just not having it. And it was really cute. And it also reminded me, you know, of what really matters. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was cute. Love All right. Well, let's settle in and prepare our hearts to receive the truth of God's word. This week, we've been studying the God who sees. Sophia will be sharing how she experienced the God who sees in her life. I'm sure that this will be an encouragement to you. So, Sophia, I have a question for you to start this off. How have you experienced the messiness and brokenness of life? Yeah, so I was thinking about talking about my past and just a bunch of the life that I've gone through. But um, the more I thought about it, I am just going to talk about the present because the past two years have been um, so joyful, but finding that joy through hard situations and um, I'm sure everybody has their own COVID struggle story and it's good to be open about that and but also to acknowledge the joy that has come out of that. Um, so in 2019 or no, 2020, I was sent home from college in Pennsylvania due to COVID and I started experiencing some health issues that were causing me, it was dangerous and, um, unhealthy for me to be on my own. So I moved back in with my parents, which was a blessing to, learn to live with them again and um just spend time with my family a lot of people saw their families restored or found new family hobbies and connected on a different level and that's the joy i found with covid there and um but then my health issues did not get any better And I made the choice to stay in Michigan and transfer to a school here. And that was really hard because I didn't have any friends. I had to go to a new school, a new campus, and it's my junior, senior year. So that's pretty late in the college sense of things. And um, at some points I was just despairing like how am I ever going to graduate or should I have even gone to college at all I have a brother who is not going to college and it's going so well for him and it's showing me like it is totally okay to not go to college not finish like it's a big investment so I began thinking about that and really doubting sometimes or hating the fact that I even started college But God has provided a way for me to finish, and classes transferred well, and God has provided so many financial means that I wouldn't have been able to, and I'm thankful for my parents for helping. (laughs) But God really saw me being alone in all this, 
and um, a lot of my friends had started dating and I was just feeling upset and grumpy about being the only one that was single and I had prayed a lot about this to all my single friends. Please pray about finding a spouse and talk with other mentors who will pray with you and learn from your dating friends. Encourage them because they are also individual people and need conversation. Or And you, it's really fun to hang out with people that are dating. You get two-in-one friends. So I was kind of lamenting that and with moving but I chose to go to church and get plugged in community, which was really scary. And I felt like, how am I going to make friends? Is God going to give me friends? Is God going to make anything normal? Is my health going to get better? Is living with my family going to go okay? And God showed up and I met a guy at church, my small group leader, actually, which is, it sounds so risque, but it's not. <laughs> we love um, Jack. We do, yes. Um, but it just shows that God knows us better, mm-hmm. and he has better timing. And so in the midst of my despair and feeling alone, he provided Jack as a friend and the whole church community to be friends and mentors, and I did not see that coming in any way, but God meets us where we are when we ask, and, um, God meets we meets us where we are when we ask. Yes. Whoa. That's big. I did ask. You asked <laughs> a lot. A lot. Yes. What put that in you to ask? Where did that come from? Because a lot of us, it's often common to just sit in the situation we're in and focus on (laughs) what we don't like. Yeah. So what put it in you to ask for something different? Well, I think January 2021. Yes, we're still in 2021. All the years are a blur. But I always choose a word for the year. And this year's, I actually got this idea from Tacey to choose a word. So I've been doing this since high school, thanks to you. And it's actually been very helpful. And um, this year's word, maybe I told you this, but was receive. And so, because I'm not very good at receiving God's will or what he wants me to do with my life. And um, moving to Michigan was just a lot of receiving what God had given me, but I needed to learn to receive it with open hands and not just being stubborn about it. And so I really took the ask and ye shall receive. And so I started praying that and asking God for things, but um, not demanding or expecting the answer to be what I wanted it to be which is very hard for me. I am a planner. I like having everything <laughs> laid out. Same. <laughs> and <laughs> that just didn't happen. And then the other verse I was thinking of was in prayer and petition, present your request to God. I think that's a that's something that I struggle with. I always forget that 
we can ask God for things and the answer might not be what we want, but he's, and sometimes our answer is no answer, which is another hard thing to remember. But I really learned that this past year and, um, still learning it, but yeah. I think something that jumps out at me at your story, cause you were really handed mm-hmm. a completely new life and yeah. not one that you asked for. I did not ask for at that. all. And it wasn't like a joyful, exciting, like, look at what God is doing. You're seeing things taken away from yeah. you and new things replacing. Mm-hmm. That's really hard, Sophia. Um, but I'm noticing that trials make you question your direction. Yes. Can you speak about that? How, what do you think about that? And is that good? Because a lot of people say, like, isn't that exciting that God is refreshing you? But it's also terrifying, <laughs> in a way, to question your direction. Yeah. Um, I I can be really impulsive sometimes, not endorsing that. It's certain things, but really letting that just go with the flow whatever God gives you, just say yes. So normally if God puts something on my heart, I just go for it. If we're moving, I go for it. Like even with friends, I think about it. And like, I'll think about it and be like, do I want to be friends with this person? And then I just do it. So I pretty much say yes to everything God puts on my heart. Man, a willingness. (laughs) A willingness to follow God into the unknown, into the scary, into the uncomfortable. Sophia, whoo, that's wisdom oh, for it today. It took me years to master that and lots of talking with mentors, which is very helpful. I strongly support everybody finding somebody older and wiser than them to talk about life with. And I have many mentors of all different ages who I regularly talk with and ask advice for from And it's been great. And that's a way God has provided a lot of wisdom in my life and friends, which I ask God for. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering something you also brought up is that you found joy in the pain and in the hardship. And I'm wondering what helped you look outside of, it might've been the mentoring, but I'm wondering if something else did it too. If like looking outside of your pain is just nearly impossible. Sometimes looking outside of this is not what I chose. This is not what I chose. And just screaming that at the sky Mm, and stepping outside of that is really hard. And actually finding joy in that is almost, um, impossible without Mm. God. I think. Yeah. What changed your perspective? What helped you look outside of your unhappiness with your circumstances? Yeah. So I'm once again endorsing one of my hobbies through this, but I love journaling and writing letters because texting is just so fast and um, it's just impersonal. And so I've slowed down a little bit and chose to go back to pen and paper and really thinking through my answers and what I'm sharing about with my life. And I've written with a couple of friends. Um, one of my friends lives in Texas and 
that's quite a distance but we write letters like i'll get something from her once or twice a week and it's awesome but i've written a lot about my life and just moving and all the emotions that came from that and we both share on that level of just our hardships or and we're very open like i don't like that god is doing this or why is god doing that or i sometimes i'm so angry at god for doing this and we just get to point out the joy through that like hey like yes you feel this way you're angry but from my perspective looking in on your life god is doing this or i see this change in your thought process you change in your emotions and that's something we can find joy in and so having that outward um feedback on how i should be finding joy or or um when i complain about oh why did i have to leave my college with all my friends and go somewhere where i have no one and one of my friends will be like sophia you are with your family like that's joyful you're able to graduate on time that's something you didn't think would happen and you are taking classes that you love and so getting talking with people writing with people is just really helpful and they'll walk along they will walk alongside you and point out the joy in your life that you may have not seen and then you can thank god for it yourself <laughs> yeah that's very powerful yeah. that's hard but mm-hmm. it's good to have a community walking alongside you. Yeah. And it sounds like you invited them into your story. Oh, yes. In raw, painful moments that aren't pretty. Mm-hmm. But you don't need them to be pretty. No. I think the best kinds of friendships are with people that you can say, hey, call me out on this if I'm sounding ungrateful or angry or feel free to criticize me. I won't be offended. Although sometimes I definitely do get offended by what people have told me, but then I realize, oh, you're right, and I'm not perfect, and they're not perfect, but we can change our direction and follow Jesus instead. Yeah, the wounds of a friend <laughs> are better than the many kisses Yes, the enemies, right? Or what is it? Verse? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's in Proverbs. Man. Yeah, you are living that out. You're living a lot of scripture out, Sophia, in a lot of great ways. I'm so proud to know her. But um, and I'm glad to introduce her to you, because she is really someone to learn from, and is exciting to walk through life with. Uh, so one thing I wanted to mention, too, is that as this week, we've been studying the God who sees in the midst of brokenness, in the midst of pain, in the midst of everything, he is present. He's not mm-hmm. far away. He's not the God that's yeah. doing chess with people and then leaving you to figure it out. He is intimately involved in your story, in the brokenness, in the pain. Mm-hmm. So how have you seen God specifically step in and be with you? Hmm. I haven't thought We've about We've seen that him yet. deliver <laughs> different things, but how has his presence just and his his personhood just kind of supported you. Yeah. Um, I think through talking with mentors and other people, it's just all the wisdom and things they share with me are just answers to prayer and 
yeah, things the wisdom that I share come straight from yes, us. Yeah. I'm it's like the next day it's when I talk with these friends, it's like exactly what I prayed about like the day before and they have helped me like just directed me back to God and I always feel like God is listening to me and sharing and seeing my deepest thoughts when I talk with them. So I highly encourage getting a mentor or um, just really good, wise friends. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Well, Sophia, thank you for joining us for the podcast today. Oh, dear heart, we have a lot to walk away with, a lot of wisdom, a lot of important truth that Sophia shared. And as we close today's podcast, I just want to remind you that God sees you. God sees you right where you are, whatever you're doing right now, whatever your hands are doing, whatever your feet are doing. He sees you and he loves you and he knows you. And those three things seem a little terrifying sometimes because if he truly knew us, if he truly saw us, how could he love us? But this is the God of the Bible. He doesn't have to make sense to us in the darkest places of life. He is the God who sees you. He sits with you. He provides people like he has for (laughs) Sophia so many times. And he hears you. He hears your prayers. Dear heart, be encouraged. To God be the glory.